Welcome to episode 24 of the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. My guest today is cosplayer Squeaky Bee. But before we get into the interview, I'd like to remind everybody, please check out popanimecomics.com for articles relating to anime, comics, and pop culture, as well as follow us on Twitter at popanimecomics and like our Facebook page, Pop Anime Comics, for all updates regarding this podcast and our website. So without further ado, let's dive right into this interview. So how did you first get into anime and comics? The anime side of it was actually an old friend of mine. Um, he showed me the anime Elven Lied, um, which is a great one to start with. Surprisingly, that was my introduction, which was surprising. It's quite a gory anime for those who don't know. So yeah, it was, it was quite interesting. The comic book side of it, it's always kind of been around with the different films coming out. And generally, the friends I've had have all been into them. So I've always kind of had those around, really, and enjoyed them. So how did that translate over into cosplaying? It's very much the idea of that character looks really cool I wonder if I would look cool if I dressed up as that character and then obviously when you look through comic books the different costumes say for example the amazing spider-man the way his suit is different to spider-man stuff like catwoman harlequin all the different variations it's so interesting to look at them and go well how would I wear that how, how would I do that very much the idea of that character is really cool I now want to be that character I'm gonna go and be that character so what was your first character that you cosplayed as it was actually uh, Lucy from Elven lied. Um, she was my first. We we never talk of that costume, the first one. God, it was awful. It was not my best. It was literally made up of um, my partner's boxes that were the right colour for the shorts she wears, a vest top, and uh, a wig that must have been about three pounds, like bright neon pink, not the right colour or anything. And I, I went along as her. I'm going to very loosely say it was Lucy from Elven lied because <laughs> it wasn't exactly accurate, but she was the first character that I ever cosplayed. What made you prompt to get into being Lucy, Melvin Lion. To be honest, mainly because she was the first anime character that I watched. And to be honest, when I'd first gone to a convention, it was very much said to me that it's mainly anime, anime and gaming based. And at the time, I was I would have considered myself more of an anime fan than a gaming fan. So out of the two, I thought if I'm going to do a character, I'd rather do one that I'm comfortable with that I know. And she was the only character I knew, so I thought, oh, it just looks pretty easy. I'll just jump into it. So how do you decide what you're going to cosplay as? With me, I'm very sporadic. I've decided I'm going to be a bit more disciplined now and I'm basically trying to do something from each genre so I've done Disney to death and I'm still doing Disney to death because the characters are amazing but I'm trying to do something from each thing so I've done an anime character got a gaming character in the works as I'm trying to kind of do one from each but aside from that it's basically new series that come out I watch new things and whichever character is the coolest and do you have a particular style that you like to cosplay as I really do love the Disney characters I, I really said to myself that I wasn't gonna stay with Disney just because there's so many other characters and so, so many more uh, programs and films and stuff to explore you do very much get caught up in the magic of it and there's so many different characters in Disney that you can be but I would say that that probably is my main style for it because I can't really deny it anymore I've got like four so to talk a little bit about making costumes you mm. work with somebody to make costumes how are you first uh, introduced to that person uh, what I usually do is I actually go on websites such as Etsy and there's lots of different shops on there and what I'll do is I'll speak to the owner of that shop explain to them what it is I would like so for example my Merida dress I knew what I wanted I knew I wanted it to be the dress from when she decides she wants to shoot for her own hand and it's the big moment where we find out that she's not your usual Disney princess so it's mainly research that I go through and I then 
will talk to the, the person designing the outfit and say what it is I need and how I would like it to look. And it is generally really just finding websites of people that will hand make a costume because I do prefer them to be handmade and they can be tailored to my form as opposed to taking a bit of a gamble. So how does it work with measurements as well as materials and do you send them a sketch of what you want as well as creative props? What I would usually do is I do have sort of a set of my measurements written down now before I would sort of forget and sort of type in my measurements as I went and then have to re-measure myself every single time I wanted them done which is it's a long progress and if you don't have a measuring tape it's really annoying so now I have a set I have all of my measurements uh, written down and I have them on a file and I will speak to the person who's making the outfit and say here are my measurements etc etc when it comes to props and stuff there are plenty of prop makers out there that you can sort of say this is what I want can you give me a quote and then you have a I say always have a look at their other work and make sure that it's good that it's dirty and it is con safe because a lot of conventions have a lot of um, prop rules so yeah it's basically a process of elimination I'll sort of look through different shops and, and different designers and see who is the, the best person at the time and then what are the challenges working with a shop like Etsy and getting your costume all together challenges are budget definitely I am the worst for saying yes I want to do a certain character but I want to do it very specifically and I'd say write down different elements of your costume and say a price for each thing otherwise you sort of go oh, I could do like that oh but that one's a lot better and it can be more expensive it can be less another challenge is usually uh, time zones I find quite a lot of the costumes that I get are from people uh, based in America or my most recent one was in Russia and the benefit of going abroad and, and finding these shops in different places is that you do get a wider range of product however you do have to be aware that if you send them a message you may not get a reply till the next day you also have to be aware of shipping time and and any customs charges you may come across so when you are dealing with people from abroad you do have to be aware there are a few barriers associated with it but the work itself is worth it do you notice the difference between american cosplay as well as britain cosplay and you just mentioned russia as well I don't know if there's much of a difference. Say, for example, uh, my Poison Ivy, I wanted it to look a very specific way. It just so happened the shop that made the costume in that way was based in another country because Etsy itself is a base website and then people put their own shops onto it. I don't know if it's a case of there are just more people abroad using Etsy or if UK cosplay makers just aren't advertised as much. I don't know really, but I think there are differences in, in cosplays in regards to what the culture is in that country. So, for example, in America, I imagine there's probably a lot more Game of Thrones cosplayers than there are here. Even though it's so big here, it's probably bigger there, etc. So I'd say the only sort of difference is the popularity of different costumes. So let's talk about, you've cosplayed as Alice in Wonderland, Elsa, Merida, as well as Lucy, Poison Ivy, and a Slytherin wizard, to name a few. How did those costumes come about? They were basically taken from my favourite things. So my real name is, is not a secret anymore, it is Alice. And so with that, it does come the typical Alice in Wonderland. Not helped by the fact that I do daydream a lot so it's kind of is she in Wonderland etc etc so that was one that I think was always on the table to do things like Merida came about my cousin had a 21st birthday party and it was themed as Disney I didn't want to go as one of the princesses that was very girly I didn't really fancy going as Belle Frozen had only just come out at the time so I wasn't going to go for Elsa and we were trying to think of a princess that was really not particularly girly and Merida turned up so I chose him it's very much for their character that I choose them for with Lucy 
see there's nothing more fun than now my variant of her that I've gone back and redone it there's nothing more fun than walking through a con looking serious covered in fake blood I mean it, it's brilliant it's the effect you have like the, the atmosphere is beautiful when you walk through I do choose them very much based on how much of a character I can get out of them and there is an element of how confident I feel how well I know the character myself as I go around the convention as well now some of these costumes are more provocative than others how do you determine to where to draw the line I think very much with that is a very much a personal choice so for example Poison Ivy is probably the one that is most well known for me um, because it's not often that I do do a costume that is more revealing with Poison Ivy I decided that I wanted to do her in that way because she is very much a character who very much in tune with mother nature she's her all of her costumes have always been that slightly provocative side as a femme fatale I personally draw the line and parts of my body that not as confident with which I think quite a lot of cosplayers do we would look at a costume and go okay I really want to go for the look of perhaps not showing or showing a little bit more than usual however say if you've got a cosplay that's not as comfortable with their legs they may put tights with it as opposed to not with me I'd never just go in underwear just not personally comfortable with it I'd rather have more of a costume I think you've also got to be very aware of the type of con you're going to so some cons are a lot more family friendly so I will very much draw the line at a time and how much the character actually needs to be shown as well so for example I wouldn't do a variant of Merida in some sort of like short skirt and bralette because that's not her character so yeah I very much draw the line on what's appropriate to the character and what's appropriate for the con itself now you have done cosplay that is a mixture of anime and comics is one easier to pull off than the other I wouldn't say one was easier to pull off than the other I think comic characters are easier to find the costumes for because they're quite a bit more mainstream than some animes are so if, if you've got quite an obscure anime character if you can't make the costume yourself it's going to be very difficult to find the outfit for whereas with comics there are a few characters for example unbeatable squirrel girl is very difficult to get a costume for because it's a much less known character which is ridiculous because she beat Deadpool crying out loud but you know that there are characters that are far more known than others and that does make it a lot more easier to find but I would say in my experience from the characters I've researched comic book characters do seem to be quite a bit easier to find but in regards to character I think they're both just as easy to cosplay and, and enjoy now, the other side of cosplaying is acting out the character. I love doing this. This is my favourite bit. So for Merida, I rewatched Disney's Brave. I think I must have watched it over 20 times. I learned a very basic Scottish accent in regards to her voice as well, so that I could go around a con. And if a child came up to me, I think a few people I know that I go around the conventions with have actually seen me physically drop to the floor in front of a small child, go full Scottish and talk to her as if I am Merida. If you're going to be a Disney character, you might as well let them believe you are actually that character. If there's a character that I like the costume for, but I don't know the character myself, I'll make sure I watch the series they're from and get to know them so I can go around a convention in character because I think if you're going to put that effort and that time into getting the costume for the character, it's what, why not go around as them as well? Poison Ivy was a few uh, dirty looks towards Jokers while stealing Harleys, which was quite good fun. Getting as much into character as possible, I think. And do you feel that characters that are a bit more promiscuous give you more freedom to act out rather than a character like Elsa? I think it highly depends depends on the character so with Poison Ivy I've always seen her as far more reserved because she doesn't need to say much realistically with the way she looks and the power she has she can just stand there in silence and screw you over without saying a word whereas a character like Elsa you can have a little bit of fun with I mean I can't sing a note so I just have to hope nobody asks for a rendition of Let It Go we're gonna have a, a few regrets but a character like Merida for example is a completely covered cosplay however she acts in a very different way to me so you can really get into it and there are certain 
comic book heroes like Miss Marvel for example who has a more revealing costume as well who would be really great to get into character for so I think the character itself determines more how into character you can be as opposed to the costume itself obviously there are things you can do in a Merida costume like get down on the floor and talk that you really can't do in my Ivy costume because people are going to see far more than they should so you are limited slightly by the costume and, and how much it reveals etc but as a general rule I think it's more the character than the costume itself Have you also been involved in some photo shoots or cosplay modeling how did that come about? I really like showcasing the costume itself and the best way to do that is through a photo shoot in my opinion because you can do the poses for the character etc really get character across those sort of things come about by mainly going to conventions is where I have found most of the photographers that I work with now because as you go through a convention there are usually a lot of photographers there anyway you get talking to them they usually give you their card which has got their page on you start following it you get your photos back and if you really enjoy the photos they've taken you tend to build up some sort of friendship with them and, and talk to them a lot more which is what's happened with quite a lot of the photographers I know that ends up being a long-standing relationship there but a lot of have come about where they've asked to take a photo of my costume at a convention I've obliged and we've ended up talking afterwards and you have a relationship with Sean Gibbs Photography, Mudane Photography, and Elena Isaac Photography. How did these relationships become built? With Sean, he was actually had a, a professional stand at the convention itself. It was one this year, talking to him there, and then really enjoyed his work. So I ended up speaking to him a lot more through social media. And then he was at another convention I was at, so we worked together again, and we have plans to hopefully work in the future. Same with Elena. She actually asked me to take a photo of my costume at one of the MCMs a couple of years back, and then since then we bumped into each other at each con and, and carried on with our work. Mundane, she's actually a friend of mine's daughter who was studying photography and knowing that I do the cosplaying and that I do enjoy the photo shoot aspect of it actually went out and did some work with her to help her with her experience and to help with my costuming. So it's very much sort of the people you know and the people you meet at conventions. And when you're doing a photo shoot, how much prep time is necessary and how much direction do you take from the photographer? Uh, a home, for example, they've got a home studio. Prep time, I usually take about 10 minutes to sort of just chuck my costume on. I usually do the makeup at home to make it quicker to help them so they're not just sort of stood there waiting for me to put my eyeliner on, which takes a long time. I get the chance to sort of put the costume on, etc. Um, if it's an actually a location shoot somewhere else, then usually very much I'll make myself ready before I, I leave and then it's very much turn up and do the shoot. Um, in regards to taking direction from the photographer, I tend to very much go with what they think is best. I'll give suggestions. So before I go, I'll sort of look up a few poses that the character's done and sort of suggest, oh, do you think these would look good? Because the photographer ultimately knows what, what's going to work. But obviously, they're usually very open to suggestions. So during the shoot, I'll sort of double check on doing what I should be right. But generally, I'll take most of my direction from the photographer themselves so that they can determine because they can obviously see through the cameras. So they know what's going to work best. And then outside of cosplaying, you have a Twitch account. When did you create this account and what are you currently playing? I created my Twitch account about a year, coming up to about a year ago, I think just under a year. I knew that I enjoyed doing a bit of gaming, but was just a bit like, wouldn't it be cool if I could sit and talk to people while I did it? I do live streaming then and kind of got into it that way. I try to play the Lego games quite a bit, mainly because I'm not a very good gamer. I certainly die a lot more than I kill people. I played a bit of the Borderlands games, etc. So I think all gaming's fun, but for me it's more the relaxed sort of not expecting me to actually carry a team of people gaming because that'd be a very bad move. Now besides Twitch, you also have a store that's currently going under maintenance. When did you create that and what are you planning? 
wanted to sell her store. That was actually something I started up in the last couple of weeks. It's very new. I'm actually going to be selling photo prints from shoot of my different costumes. But at the moment, I'm waiting for those prints to, to arrive here. I don't want to open the store and offer people the chance to buy them if they haven't actually arrived for me yet. But yeah, the, the general idea is to sell photo prints there if people would like my face on their, on their wall, I guess. But hopefully in the future, I'd quite like to do some t-shirts, that sort of thing. I'm sort of playing with a few ideas. At the moment, it's going to be very much the posters. And before we get into promos, do you have any advice for anybody who wants to get into the cosplay world? Yeah, I would say um, do it for you. There's a lot of people who will look at mainstream stuff and go, well, that's a new thing, so I should cosplay that. Or a lot of people cosplay as Deadpool, for example, so I shouldn't cosplay as Deadpool. Uh, my advice would be to go into cosplay and see it as something fun. Um, don't be put off if you're not quite the right body shape for the character. Don't be put off if a lot of other people also cosplay that character. Um, very much make it your own and just have fun with it uh, don't take it too seriously because it is meant to be fun so enjoy yourselves I think would be the best advice and finally is there anything you'd like to promote I find that one thing that is very big in the cosplay world that doesn't really get talked to a lot is actually the correlation between cosplayers and mental health so for example I cosplay because I have a lot of mental health problems but it's very much an escape and it's very good fun to sit there and go okay I've had a bad day today but I'm going to have a convention next week or something to look forward to or you can look at your costumes and go yes but I'm brave enough to go outside in that costume or I can be someone else for a day sort of but it's very escapist I suppose but I think it's something that I've found the more I speak to people who cosplay the more I notice that a lot of them do it for the same reason and it's just to sort of promote the idea that, that is okay and it is a thing that happens I think it needs to be talked about quite a lot more that it does play a big part in the cosplay community and that it, it's good that it does that you, you can have that sort of escape if you've got a mental health problem and you're cosplaying then all power to you I suppose it's just a point on sort of the reasons why I cosplay and the reasons why that I'm trying to push more out there and, and get people talking about a bit more. So. And where can people find you on social media? Pretty much every social media. I've been very thorough. I've got my Facebook page that I can be found on Twitter, Instagram. I've actually got a Periscope. Obviously, there's the Twitch. And I do have a DeviantArt page as well, which very much it's all the similar stuff I put up. But I am across all of those social medias. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. And as always, subscribe to this podcast so it finds you and you don't find it. And remember to follow us on Twitter at Pop Anime Comics, like the Facebook page Pop Anime Comics, and the website Pop Anime Comics for all updates regarding this podcast, as well as articles dealing with pop culture, anime, and comics. Till next time, have a great week, everybody.